You know who had balls? Folly Fizzlebang. <laughs> Folly would have done it. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. We are a live play 5e podcast set in the kingdom of Shadowmend in the realm of Aerith. My name is Darren and I'm gonna run D&D for you this evening. And with me tonight I have a wonderful band of players. I have playing the human ranger hunter McBenner. McBenner, yeah we'll go with that. Will. Run like the wind, ride like the wind. I have playing the Ranger Swarm Keeper Folly, I mean Mickey. Callum. Run, run, run away, run away, baby. We have playing the Tabaxi Bardlock. Carl. Our fantabulous robot. He did the monster bash. We have playing the human berserker barbarian Edic, Mike. Hi, I'm Stereo Mike. And playing the Dragonborn Paladin Drago. Ian. Who run the world? Dragonborn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Last week on the Fellowship of the Tabletop, our band of not-yet-heroes, to steal a phrase from Danny, made their way through the city of Fatherkeep towards the Bank of Jahira, managing to dodge a piano which plummeted from a third-floor window and nearly hit some of our adventurers. They made their way into the bank upon which they discovered a pristine, well, not pristine, actually. Well, it was pristine, but it had pretty much been abandoned for some time. Uh, Foyer towards inside the Bank of Jahira. I basically made a right mess of that, listeners, and I can see everyone laughing at me for it. But I'm going to you said not yet heroes. I like to beg to differ on that very (laughs) (laughs) I think one hero among us all. None of us have ever heard of you. You're just this random dragonborn. You're not a hero to us. You're just an audience point of view. I'm really seeing now why Mark outsources this to one of the players. But anyway, our heroes managed to find the entrance to the vault at the Bank of Jahira. And when Edic, making several attempts to just open the bank with brute force... Finally, the tactile approach of Miki and McBenner was able to open the doors that led down to the bank vault. Upon the way down, Carl had some scary visions where he saw himself as a child and was almost grabbed by a shadow. And upon reaching the actual foot of the bank, they discovered the vault still intact, still full of treasure, with a strange figure, a strange male half-orc on the other side of what appears to be a large Wall of Force. That is where we're going to pick up the episode, with the half-orc just looking at you all and saying, Where am I? Who the hell are you? Well, you're in a vault, in a bank, and uh, we're here to help you get out. What? What? You're in a bank vault. In a vault. Yeah, in a bank. How the fuck did I get here? Yeah, uh, uh, you tell us. Uh, uh, I was in a tavern. 
Where? Enjoying a drink. Uh, 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 Vaughan. You know what were you drinking? Uh, ale, wine, a mixture of both. Vaughan. Where's that? Uh, that's uh, in the Sword it, Coast. Uh, yeah, that's it. It's an island just off the coast from Neverwinter. Karajit is not heard. Why, where am I now? Where the fuck is this? Am I in? Have I? Am I in Neverwinter? Calm is that down, what's calm happened? Calm down. Yeah. You're not in any danger. Trust me. I understand what you're going through. Just relax your mind, and we can explain everything. But you're not in any immediate danger, and we're all not out to get you. We're just as surprised as you are that you're here. But rest assured, you're not the only person who's made the trip from the Sword Coast today. At the mention of that, Carl's going to kind of, his eyes are going to drift to Drago's amulet and then over this half-orc. Does it look like he has some sort of trinket like that upon his person? Does it look like he's got an amulet or I'm looking for something kind of obvious and different about him? You're a bit too far away to make an investigation check, so I'm going to glance towards my rules consultant and, and say that perception is probably the best check for this. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah, not a problem. I'll uh, just roll one of those up. And it's an 18. Nice. Okay. You look at him, and what you see is what appears to be bespoke, crafted, ornate, studded leather. It appears to be a mesh of brown and blacks and silvers where bits of mail are are weaved into it. You notice as this person is moving their arms about that there is no sound giving off, so it's clearly been crafted in a way that even the, that the heavier points of armour are designed to make as, as little noise as possible. You do notice that there appears to be, with a role like that, that there appears to be the, the, the sense that the leather is almost gilded with feathers across it, as in like as if like it's an ornate design on the piece of leather. Apart from that, though, um, there is there is nothing really to 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 obviously link this to Drago. Okay, yep, I'll uh, I'll sidle up to Drago and say, "Do you know this person from before?" No, I uh, other than knowing the place that they're from, don't recognise anything about this person. Do I DM? No, yeah, no, I don't know anything about <laughs> Do not recognise anything that's in front of me. I, other than the fear and the confusion, that I recognise. You said you're from uh, you're from Vaughan as well, pointing yes, at but, you, Drago. Uh, look, just take a breath. You probably feel a little bit sick as well. That's just from the transportation magic. Or however you got here, there's also portals, Holes in the world. Um, yeah, don't worry. It's going to be okay. So you're in a place called Erith, specifically Shadowmend. And that's as much as I've learnt. Yeah, I pass over to the crew around me. Erith. Erith. She stu- uh, he, he studies you, Drago. And looks you up and down and then goes what's your name 
Um, Drago. My name's Boric. I am... Um, I'm an apprentice magician, and... Um, well, by magician, I mean a spellcaster of some kind, and I, I have a um, limited knowledge of what's going on here, but why am I on this side of this wall of force? And, and you're... It, that's a wall of force, by the way. Nobody touch it. Uh, and why are you on that side? Um, I could ask you the same thing. I, for an answer, I don't know. I think it's very clear why. It is because we are here and he is there. You know what? What's that's your name again? Logic. <laughs> Me? No. I am Lynx von Vandy Hire, see? And I am not a barbarian. We have done this. <laughs> I meant you. Uh, as Drago uh, points to the uh, being behind the wall. Uh, my name is Boric. If you wish for the spelling on that, it's B-O-U-R-I-C. <laughs> uh, McBenner, you are bouncing on my screen. Yeah, so whilst this is going on, um, is this wall of force across the entranceway or is it, is it like a cube around and can we walk around it so you can quite clearly walk into the vault but it's effectively running the length of the vault this was if you remember from last time this vault is about the size of two football fields you can see the treasure on the other side like a a, a, a modern day aladdin's cave but this wall of force seems to run all the way across so you, and, you and, get and the so- sense that this is the that you even from looking at it now that this is the main way that 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 the the treasure of the vault would be protected okay um and so it's stretching from wall to wall that we can see yes um and there's no like while they're all chatting um mcven is going to sort of be looking at the ground sort of where the fit for the weather for wall of force meets the ground and perhaps following it along to a wall. Is there any signs of anything on the floor or as he gets close to the walls that would show where it's being emanated or controlled from? Yes, you can make a perception check to see what you notice. Yeah, all right. I will do that. Uh, I can't perceive anything. I have a seven. Yeah, you glance around and 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 I mean you're you're a ranger. The, the sort of checks you're looking for, but it's it's probably natural that it comes to mind that you look for some kind of fail safe or trigger point or set point for the trap. It's just beyond your comprehension. You've spent your life going down into the gorge oh, okay. of Sortmare. That this this is a this is a different world to you. That it's impossible for you to notice anything. Okay. Drago's going to grasp his amulet uh, and just look up for a second and just turn like, not his back to the group, but just to his shoulder. Is this you? Do I get anything? As basically Drago's reaching out to Akiva and just confirming whether or not he's at play here. You reach out, you grab the amulet as you did out in the street. And now that you're in the vault, it almost seems as if the connection you had to Akiva, which seemed to throw up this kind of very weird reading that was something and nothing at the same time, has now just progressed to nothing. You're not getting anything from the amulet. I have a letter. I have a letter. This was not here before. Someone has has given me a letter. How did I get this? But did you 
what were you found it in your pocket or is it just appeared in your hand? Uh, no, it, it was in my pocket. My, my my pockets have my coin purse, which is gone, which I'm annoyed about. Um, I uh, I still have my spell components, thankfully, but uh, um, this is new. Okay, calm, what? calm down. Read, Why don't we just read the read, letter? Read the letter. Let, let's see. At, at this, Drago's just going to kind of nudge Edic and go. I wasn't this flappy, right? Oh, right. It was just like, yeah, that, you, you were more confused, I think. Confused. You weren't scared, but you held your head a lot. Like for maybe the first five minutes. Um, uh, do you want me to uh, read yes, the read. letter? You can read, can't you? I'm not being, a, I'm not being offensive here. I can, uh, read. I can read. Okay, uh, okay. I can read. That's good, uh, I can't. Uh, are those bugs? Yes. Just read the letter. Uh, um, I am so sorry you have to do this. I am so sorry I have done this to you. You must get them to leave before it's too late. Father Keep is Cur- am I in father keep? Is, am I in somewhere that's cursed? No, just no, keep reading. No, 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 of course not. Of course not. No. Um, it is trapped in time itself. I know what Dreslin says. Who's Dreslin? Never just heard keep of it. reading. This sounds all very familiar. The tone is like Dreslin. You cannot take it to him. He is of the Shadowfell. It can return, it can return his, his true-, true power to him. You cannot give him that. He is a beholder of a dark realm. Yeah, okay. We've heard all this that. before. Yeah, we, 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 we've had this letter before, lad. Um, but thanks for playing anyway. Um, um, right. So I don't suppose anyone's got anything that can destroy a wall of force then, can they? Well, let me try something. And the torch yeah, that I, I have, I'm just going to throw at it. Yeah, you do that. Oh. And then I'm going to look at Mickey as if I've done a good thing by not charging at it. I've... I've thrown the torch at the uh, the wall of force instead. Okay, as it's not difficult to hit, it's a giant wall. Uh, you throw the torch at the wall of force. You see it hit, and you see the wall seem to flicker for a second. It then gives out this kind of rumble and this, and it's enough to push you all backwards. It gives you the impression that you you wouldn't be you wouldn't really desire to touch it. The torch disintegrates if you want, and just falls into ash at the floor. I've got another one of those in the kit if you got a silver piece. Well, no, I gave you my last one as part of the transaction. But foolishly, I did not notice that I actually had one at the bottom of my pack at the beginning of the adventure. So that was pointless before. <laughs> and he gets, he gets out the one that I forgot I actually had <laughs> and lights it and just stares, stares at Carl. She tried throwing that one. I mean... You might find you have to okay. of that. No, 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 no. Have you lobbed it anyway, Edit? I've thrown it, yep. Stop <laughs> with the throwing! Um, I, I think I can get you, I, I, I can get you into here and, and out again. Okay, how? Okay. Uh, I'm, I, I'm quite good with spells. Right. Uh, uh, I've done this before. Um, I, I what? can cast Found yourselves in a bank vault. <laughs> let, well, let, let's not let, let's not criticise him. Let let him have a go. 
See what you well, can actually, do. Actually, that's the thing. You're you're, you're saying him. Uh, when I do this, uh, anyone here proficient with spells? Yeah. What way? What is uh, so, so, so? So when you cast a spell, sometimes you have to concentrate on the spell. And the, if, if I cast this, the spell I'm currently concentrating on will, well, it will stop. And you have to promise not to freak out. And what spell are you concentrating on now? Alter self. Oh. Right. Um, you promise? Uh, uh, I mean, I can. I, I tell you what. I'll get you into the boat, and then you can ask questions later. Okay. And what you see is that Borat takes their gauntlet gloves off, and you see in the back of Borat's hand are two what appear to be rubies that are almost set into the skin. The ruby, the rubies start to glow, and they almost start to leave like a glow as they, as they, as they start as Borat starts to move his hands. What you see is effectively an effect similar to what happens when Doctor Strange starts to cast a spell. It's almost like it's drawing runes in the air. Boric starts to change. Boric changes into a much slender, much smaller female figure. You would assume from looking at her, either a human, an elf, or a half-elf. It's difficult to discern from here. You notice this jet red hair and these purple eyes. The armour seems to change and just mesh to this person's skin. And what happens as this character casts the spell Arcane Gate is that a, a, te- a, port- a portal appears behind them. And then you feel this whoosh behind you, and what happens is this portal appears behind you. And as you turn to look at it, you can then see that it leads into the bank vault. It's a weird perception as you turn around because you can see the back of this person who identified as as Boric as you look through the the, the portal. Uh, this is good for about. Sorry, it takes a while for the for the voice to to follow. This is good for about uh, ten minutes uh, if you want to come through and, and find what you're looking for. Right, I hate portals. Okay. Um, I, it's sorry. a small portal. It's a small portal, not a big one like the one that brought you and I here. It's it's literally covering a matter of feet, but it, it's quite powerful. It's bypassing whatever spell is in that wall of force, which I, I know from experience is is significant. I, I, I'm quite good with spells. When I say I'm an apprentice, uh, that's me being modest. They're very good. Um, it, it's all right. I'll 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 go first. I'll go first. And he's actually saying that to his bugs rather than anyone else in the party. Um, so he's just going to step down from his way the bugs and just start to McBenner slowly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are there bugs behind me? Are you? Is there a spider in that? Is there a spider behind me, gnome? Uh, yes, yes. Her, her name is Esmeralda. Would you like to meet her? Uh, maybe when I can, uh, not concentrating on this spell and I'm not. How about, how about Tiffany? You off She's very nice as well. Okay, someone other than the gnome talk. He's, he's, can he's, we, he's can quite we weird. just McBenner's now through the portal? Can we all oh, just good. hurry this up, please? I'm getting older here, and it's not pleasant. Yeah, you've got about ten minutes. So if you're looking for something in particular in here, you, you, you times are wasting. Onward. See, Carl. Normally, I'm the grumpy one in the group, so this is quite the turnaround. Having McBenner along, I like. I like him. I feel like. Me and him could have a pint of ale sometime. Is he always like this? Well, I'll be honest, I'm not sure. Apart from the last couple of days that we've been traveling together, I've been keeping myself to myself somewhat. So 
But hey, what are we waiting for? Let's get this tome. Yes. Well, I have got brewer's supplies. And after this, I will make us all a lovely drink. And steps through the portal and is confused. Like, because he's got that mirror effect where he can, because if the, the portal is behind. Turn around. Walk back. Yep. What? No. What? I, you turn around again. You're coming closer to me. You need to turn back around and walk further away from me. But every time I look through, there's me. Yep. But yep. all I see is the back of my head. You're getting closer to me. You've gone the wrong way. You need to constantly go further away from me. But I have no idea now which way is Again, away. You're coming towards... closer to me. You need to but go I... further away from me. Okay, okay. And he does 360 degree turn and continues to walk towards you. Again, uh, just I... further away from but me. This is what you wanted me to do. Oh, seriously, seriously, seriously go... 10 minutes. Okay, ten minutes. Yeah, we, we don't have time for this. We don't have time for this. We, we have ten more minutes. than 10 closer minutes to, to explain this. I won't lie. This isn't something I tried to create. <laughs> Come to me. Wings. Come to me. Where? Over here. Okay, uh, I'll come to you. And he's just going to be like to me. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not funny. I'm Mickey. Who, Go fuck yourself. Who is funny? <laughs> there, there, gonna... there, is, there is no funny. And he's just going to walk over to Mickey. That's good, Link. Come here. Carl's going to make his come way uh, through the portal yes. as well. And as he does so, he's going to uh, reach into his pack once more and pull out uh, another torch. And he'll pop through the other end and say, Squirrel, this one here is a really fancy torch. If you want it, it's a gold piece. You can pay me afterwards. <laughs> um, can I? Is there any gold on the other side of this? Plenty. Vaults. It's a, can it's I just? Vault. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to pick up a gold piece and hand it to him, and just <laughs> just instantly go. There you are. Does anything happen when he touches the gold on the floor? A, a, a giant voice shouts. Oh, amazing. The treasure. <laughs> um, no, you touch the gold piece and nothing happens. That's nothing but seeing, <laughs> seeing that and kind of recognizing and, and seeing that the squirrel's kind of done what he was hoping would happen. Uh, Carl's just going to kind of stop somewhat near the gold and start shoveling bits into his bag. Oh, right, cool. You're just here to take gold. That's fine. Mc, um, McBen, uh, we'll start to look around for the book because someone's got to do the job. I'm going to stand disappointed that that torch has not been handed to me and he's just Carl's <laughs> <Kyle's> just there <laughs> he's just staring at him like where's my torch I, I thought the transaction was complete um, as that's happening and as, as, as Carl's probably paying you no heed as, as, as they literally start to, to fill their pockets uh, McBenna you see about a hundred feet away, there is clearly a section that is just stacked full of bookshelves. You, you assume that that's a good place to start looking for the tome. Right, I'll uh, go walking for the tome. Reach down, oh. grab a handful of gold coins, and just start counting them as I'm walking. You, know, um, just... you, you, you never said what you were looking for. I, c- I can help. We're looking for a book, uh, the name of which. Uh, in my old age, I appear to have forgotten. Mickey, do you remember what book was called? Don't try and fob this on me, just because I don't have my notes prepared. <laughs> Ancient um, little it's not, shit. It's not, it's not this this one that the letter says you, you shouldn't get, is it? Because oh, yeah. what, do, what does it say in the letter? Remind us. Uh, it doesn't say anything in the letter, but it says it's a book of the Shadowfell, which in itself might make it quite distinctive. Okay, so we're looking for a shadowy book. Reet. Reet. <laughs> Okay, um, uh, it's a it's a shadow mendian phrase. Oh, 
good. Um, just for continuity. I've never, I've never heard the word "reet" before. Yeah, it's like "right" but different. When something's "reet" good, that's 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 actually rather enjoyable. I might, I might remember that for myself. Uh, you can have that one for free. Just so you're uh, aware. Uh, just so you're aware. Uh, uh, you have about seven minutes left. You are right. playing to a real time clock, and you've had three minutes. Oh, so, so we need to get crystal and get book, and then get well, out. You can't make another portal. Uh, I, I can, but I have a limited amount of spell supplies. So, so, um, so if you if we take the full ten minutes, and that portal dissipates, we're just stuck in here until you decide to use another spell. Well, I probably would need a rest before I could do it. So you could be down here for a while, eight hours. That's a little bit longer. I, I don't think we've had that long. Let's get I, looking for this blasted tome. Come on. <laughs> okay. As you take off towards the tome section, can I ask those of you who have gone over there to look for the book um, to roll investigation? If it's a collaborative effort, I'll allow you to decide between you if someone wants to roll with advantage. How are you on investigation, Mickey? I have a decent modifier. That's all I'll say. I mean, I've got proficiency in it. If that helps, yeah. Why can't you just say I'm good? <laughs> you at can this. both roll if you'd rather do that. <laughs> just, let's just both roll. roll. General let's conversation roll. between two people is. Are let's you just good both fucking roll. Fuck no, it. I suck. Yes, I'm good. Well, I, 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 do, I do suck. I have a decent modifier. And my roll still sucked. Oh, <laughs> our, our rolls at same. Um, I got a thirteen. Then I got a ten. Okay, with both of those rolls, it, it, you, you, it doesn't take a particularly high investigation check to see that there is a section of books that gives you the creeps. They appear to be otherworldly. They appear to be made from something that is a, a different type of paper that doesn't look particularly pleasant and a different type of leather to what you're used to. The, the language on them switches to another language that... Do either of you speak Abyssal? No. Nope. Okay, as you look through that then... It is apparent that this language is different to primordial. I think it's pretty clear when you look at something that it's not the same as before, but it is also still something that is alien to you both. But there are a host of books here. You do notice that one of them appears to have a particular sinister feel to it. You, It's a bit like the one ring in the sense that it looks like a gold ring, but even in its presence alone, you can feel this... This book has something that just makes your hair stand up and not in a good way. Uh, well, I don't know about you, Mickey, but that book there gives me the creeps and it appears to be glowing with a little like quest marker above it. So it's probably that one. <laughs> well, it's, um, it's a bit high for me. I, I don't know if I'm able to grab it. Don't um, worry, I'll, I'll lift you up for you. <laughs> oh, I'm just down uh, in your backpack. Squirrel, <laughs> squirrel, and uh, McBenner will be gesturing over to Squirrel to come over. Mickey needs lifting again. Straight and over. And like runs. Like it's from the other side of the vault, suddenly completely ignoring, let's face it, his torch slash. Yeah, and just understands his task. It's like, I, yes, straight in, picks him up, doesn't know where he's putting him, and just straight up in the air above his head. Now where? Uh, to the book there, so we can reach it. To the book there, or books. 
Well, no. Where, which book are you after? This this one here, the one that's particularly you know glowy and creepy. I, I would prefer not to you know kind of. There's a, a whole load of protest from making it this stage, um, and I'm assuming it's just going to kind of go completely unrequited. You know, no one's paying attention to any of his protests right now. No, and, and he's, he's just going to crane him over to the book. As this is happening, yeah, even you, Eddie, as you're, where, where, where is, you've noticed that all of a sudden that the direction that McBenner is pointing in, like a fear of foreboding, something strikes you from, from, from this book that McBenner is pointing towards. It's pretty apparent to you now which, be, which book McBenner is suggesting. So I'm just going to crane him over towards it. So it's sort of arc, arced around a little bit, arched around, and just dangle him in front of the book. Not touching it because I don't. There's part of me doesn't want him to touch it yet, mm. without him reaching out and grabbing it. I don't want to sort of push him against this. Yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry about this, and I'm gonna summon my bugs and use my swarm-like mage hand to just reach out and attempt to grab the tome from the shelf. Make an arcana check, please. That is some creepy shit that you can do. I got a nine. You go to cast the mage hand. The bugs start to move towards the book. And then you lose control of them. And it's as if they do not wish to approach this book. They they come back and return and, and, and hide behind you. What are you doing? What are you doing? No. Why are you running away? I'm talking to the bugs completely now. Well, I don't want to touch the bloody thing. I, no, no. Sean, shut up. No, I'm not interested. Eric, Deirdre, what on earth are you? Oh, fine. Please don't get any of them on me. <sighs> I'm going to have to do this myself. And he's going to try and pump himself up. And he's going, <gasps> and he's just going to lunge forward. And he's not grabbing it. He's just putting his hands on like the spine of this book because he's expecting something to happen. Okay, you build yourself up. You 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 start the hyperventilating as you were just doing, and as you thrust your hands out, you immediately expect something, and it takes you a few seconds to realize nothing. Your hands are just resting on this book, so just going to kind of open one of his eyes a little bit, just seeing if he's still in the same room or if anything happened. Oh, oh, okay. Um, maybe this isn't so bad. And still very hesitantly, he's going to grab the top and the bottom of the book and just slowly pull it out. Is there an eyeball on it? I look at the front of the cover. Is there an eyeball? Does that, it say anything on the front? There, there yeah, doesn't you've seen what be. it says on the front. You can still see these dark, abyssal tomes that appear to read something that you can't quite understand. <laughs> um, There's no eyeball, just some... Words I don't understand. Yeah, you might expect there to be an eyeball, but that's frankly a load of hocus pocus. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well bought in. Well bought I mean, in. At least the the book didn't put a spell on you. Um, Not but he did one. reach out and touch this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right, so right. Let's put the book in your bag, and then we can uh, finish looting the room and get out of here. How big's this tome? DM. And, and what else is in your bag? Uh, this book is about the size of an A5. It's not particularly book big. Oh, That's okay. the particularly striking thing it about grows. it. It's no bigger than an A5 book. Fair enough, then. Yeah, that, um, that would be able to fit in. 
are all your bugs in your bag and will they no. come out are they somewhere my, else my bugs are not in my bag they are okay. always out they're all um, <laughs> okay. okay i'm gonna i'm gonna rule because of checks you've got about two minutes left to, to fill your boots basically before this spell runs out to to, to, to fill your boots with whatever else you want to get from the vault dreslin made it abundantly clear that as long as as long as he gets the tome whatever else you take from the vault is fair game and yours yeah um, um, as much gold as i can carry are there, are there any precious jewels or anything um or is it just gold coins and weapons is there any weapons about the place Okay, we're going to do this in a series of checks. We've got McBenna looking for gold. We've got no, Drago no, looking, looking for jewels. Looking for jewels. Jewels. We've got are, jewels are worth more than gold, but take up less space. We've got Edic just going around and, and and filling his boots with gold. Is that correct? That is like just shovel it. Like he has a shovel, but he's just using the palms of his hands and just as much because that's all he thinks about is gold. Okay, so we've got gold, jewels, weapons. What about Carl and Miki? So Carl's been kind of filling his boots, so to speak, more more likely satchel. Um, but at this point, kind of seeing that the mission is is on its way there, he'll start looking for tr- trinkets, like something that's that's odd, something that's different. He's a traveling merchant. He wants okay. uh, things that he can sell for a high value. So you're looking for more uniqueness rather than specific yeah. value. In, in, okay, cool. Terrific. And Miki? Uh, I'm just going to be entranced by the tome. And I am just going to leave the portal. I'm going to ride my way through bugs. I'm going to get out of the portal. I'm leaving them to their gold. I have no interest in that. Okay. Um, We'll make our way around then. Uh, First of all, um, this is going to take place over a series of minutes. So, um, McBenner, do you want to roll your investigation check, please? I will. Oh, it's good. Uh, that's a 19. If there's any, I mean, you find sapphires, amethysts, emeralds, you can take your pick. There appears to be a section where you find them, in, find them as raw cuts. You find them embedded in rings, in gauntlets, in gloves, in, in, in necklaces and tiaras. You can, you can take your pick of, of any of the, the, the known birthstones and some of the other more phantasmagorical cool. stones. I'll be grabbing things like sapphires and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And, yeah. yeah. Edic, your check's going to be a bit different because you're literally just scooping up. Do you want to roll athletics to see how well you do in, in just in scooping this up? I was like good. I could do athletics. Because uh... I'm imagining yours is the most exhausting motion because it's just shoveling. It's shoveling. 18. Yeah. It was, um, it was either going to be athletics or strength, and I've got a plus four in both, so... Um, I mean, you're limited by what you... I would say the threshold of what you can carry. I'd probably need to check with the rules consultant, but you get pretty close to that in terms of... I don't know what that would be. Well, do you want... I mean, are you are you willing to load up to the point that you're encumbered, over-encumbered? Or I'm willing to load up to the point... Uh, yeah, yeah, potentially. I, I want him to go to a point where he's gone too far. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's he's not going to be doing any running, and he's going to have to make a choice if anything bad should happen. That's a character with some balls. So, yeah. uh, Thank you. <laughs> What's the if, most I can carry? Well, 
50 coins weigh one pound. So on your invent on, on your inventory, yes. you should I've see got... on the top left, it should say... Fucking love word. I've got Harry. my name is Petey, and yeah. I have gigantic balls. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love the fact that Will's able to just pull this up. It, it, should, say, it should say weight carried... Um, on your inventory, on your D&D Beyond. If you yep. click on that, oh. it will tell you what your carrying capacity is. Aha. Okay. Uh, carrying capacity, 270. And what you want uh, to right now? 67. Right. So basically, um, your setting should be set to, essentially, you can just keep adding gold. And in theory... Up until will, 270. Well that, will, that, well, that should, in theory, adjust. Yeah. So you can... On the, when you click on coins on D&D Beyond, yep. on your inventory, if you click thing and then you click add, basically you put the number of gold coins in there, press add, and then it will it will increase your weight carried number and just keep doing that until you get to like close to your incumbents. And did you say 50 gold was what per pound? Uh, 50, each coin equals, 50 coins equal one pound. Okay, I've got Wait. some, so leave me to it. I've got some calculating to do. Matt. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Okay, uh, let's go to Carl then next. Carl, do you want the wrong investigation as well? It's probably best. Yeah, already done. Got an 18 for that one. Okay, great. Yeah, you find some really strange things. You seem to find what appear to be ornate, almost um, taxidermied creatures that you've never seen before. Um, um, you don't know where they're from. You don't know if they're of this world. They're just something you've never seen before. You find about three or four of them. They're about the size. The biggest one is about the size of a Labrador. The smallest one is about the size of a spider. And they, they range from there. But the majority of them are about the size of a cat or a rat, depending on what you're after. Um, they appear to have really curious things that their eyes almost seem to glisten like they are jeweled themselves it's, it's really strange um but they appear to like move when you pick them up so it's almost like a liquid jewel in the eye it's 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 proper both in, it, it, entrancing and also disgusting at the same time amazing i will take the smallest and the second smallest um so just yeah two with me and i'm also going to be kind of keeping eyes on the room um does it look like our resident mage is kind of struggling with this spell at this moment does it look like they're kind no, of no she, at the minute she has started to wander over to drago who is looking for weapons i believe just some kind of blade a sword uh, a dagger anything that's just usable and uh, i'm familiar with would you like to roll investigation as well please yep 14 okay yeah, you find a, a weapons rack. There's nothing particularly magical about the weapons that you find, but you do notice something. They, they glisten. They're, a, they're a, a, a sharper metallic, almost as if they're silver. There appear to be arrows, crossbow bolts. Um, you find a long sword. You don't find a great sword, which obviously would be your... But you do find a long sword. You find, the, find some shields. Um, there are some spears. Um, there is a, 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 a similar to your great sword, which all our listeners will know so well. Um, there is a great axe, which appears to be the same size. Um, that, that's what you find. You find if, if you went through the, the, the player's handbook and looked at the, the one handed typical weapons you would find forged, you find a, an abundance of them, but you also find one striking great axe. Um, Drago kind of 
tilts his head to one side as he's looking at the great axe, almost like a dog does to an owner, and uh, then takes the axe in his hands, kind of twirls it around a little. No, doom. And then kind of checks the weight, feels the heft, and he slings it on his back. Hey, you, you, are, you, are you good with that? I guess we'll find out. Something tells me that this is no quick grab and run. You said you were from the Sword Coast as well. Where are you from? I'm from a place called Icewind Dale, tiny little village in the north. That's near the spine of the world, right? Yes. Cool. It's weird. It's not so weird, actually, having someone else from the Sword Coast here. It's weird in this situation, let me just say. Where are you from? Uh, well, uh, I, I grew up in the south, but I spent most of my years in the forests of Neverwinter and around the city of Neverwinter in general. The, the forest of Neverwinter? Yeah. Um, uh, long story, we, 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 uh, we find it best to live outside the, the city walls. We are, uh, well... That life's gone now, but um, something I didn't exactly live inside the law. Let's just say. You sound very familiar familiar to a friend of mine. You you know someone from Neverwinter? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but his name was Robin, and he kept himself to himself. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't know. Robin. Yeah, I knew an elf as well. Actually, still know an elf. I've not long dropped him back to his home. She his looks at you curiously, here. ignoring everything you've just said about the elf, and she says, "My father and mother, they did. Well, my birth mother, they they called. If we're thinking of the same person, they called this. They called him. They called him Dustin, and then." The, the, our adopted mother called him Robin. She looks at you curiously and says, they called me, my birth parents, Ella, but my my adopted parents called me Ren. Ren? Yeah. You're Ren? Yeah, and, uh... Jeez! You're Ren, the Ren. Robin's sister, Ren. So you do know him, Ren? I, yeah, I'm. I'm his. Well, I'm his half sister because she pulls her hair back and points to you because because I'm half elf. But yeah, I'm. I'm. You're Ren. I, I'm. I, I'm Ren. I've been looking for Robin for years. But the I, 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 I Ren. Did, did you know where is he? I don't know exactly, but this is your Ren. This is very strange. I was looking for you. I had some things to do in the Sword Coast. I dropped Elphira off. I did Shadar's axe, gave that back to his family. That was emotional. But my next... Th- I was I was searching for you. So I... that I could take you or send you towards Robin, if you so choose. Not, I was going to not take you of your own... It's going to be of your own free will, of course. I'm not like a mercenary. So you know where he well, is. I was you a know, mercenary. 
you know where Robin is. In terms of, I know an area he might be in. It, I'm not entirely sure how long time has passed since I was last here. And okay. where we are is definitely not where Robin would be. Oh, but this well, is great. This is, yeah, amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is slightly strange. Uh, what happened to him? I, I, I've been looking for him for years. I, I, I there is literally a whole podcast on what happened to him. Uh, sure that's sorry true. to be the person to interrupt, but should your gate be flickering like that? Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, you've probably got about 60 seconds to get through the other side of that thing. You remind me a bit of him. You, 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 do you shoot that thing? He, he, my brother's quite good with that bow. But anyway, anyway, portal's closing. Portal's closing. I'm, I'm going through the portal. And she, as she's running, she turns to you, Drago, and says, he does brood a bit like that. that, that that's a Robin thing, right? He still yeah, we're does not that. done. Me and you. This, this cool. This. No, no. But for now, um. Anyway, yeah. Um. I, oh God! And she looks at her back of her hands. Yeah, that that that's definitely closing. We should move. Okay. Nedic's just gonna lumber through, just nonchalantly, like. Yes. Okay. And as you're all on the other side, she waves her hands one more time, and the closes. Huh. Not my first bank vault. Um. So, uh, where where we go now? Well, we uh, get out of the city, turn the book into uh, our uh, employer, and get paid again. Um, I-, I don't wish to, but me and him have letters that say that you shouldn't do that. Great, great. Um, mysterious letters isn't any way to run business. So you know, that's like saying some bint giving you a sword out of a lake is a way <laughs> to form a government. So you know. <laughs> <sighs> Ren's confused at that, and he's just going to look at you, Drago, as if to, to say... Oh, oh, yeah. the... um, McBenna, I'm going to try I... this once, and if it doesn't work, trust me when I say I understand why it won't work. However, I've been where you've been in the mindset that you have, and it might be worth listening to what's in this letter just in case it has some severe circumstances on you and your family is is and is, of it, outlaws whatever is your this problem, is drago so if we don't give dreslin the book that he's hired us all to do he will single-handedly hunt us down and turn are entrails into extrails and other such nasty things. And there'll be lots of lots of thonging and it won't be nice. And quite frankly, I quite like to be able to live in my riches without having to keep looking over my shoulder for the rest of my life. Like I said, I totally understand. I'm going to give you this letter so that you have all the information in your literal fingertips and then... Whatever you decide, shall be. I mean, let's get out of the city first, and then we can go from there. Maybe that's the easiest thing to do, because you know there was creepy stuff going on. Oh. Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit concerned about this trapped in time thing. That maybe we don't want to stay here for too much longer. Yeah, that, that, this is happening, Carl. What are you doing? Uh, Carl's just going to pipe up and say, "Carl G wants to know who's actually got the tome." 
that would be me. Uh, and turning to look to you, Mickey, Carl just go, right. Well, tell you what, I've got a nice big backpack here. It's super secure. I can run pretty fast if we get into trouble as well. What say you hand it over to me? I'll keep it nice and secure. And as I'm saying this, I'm weaving magic into my words. I'm doing two things. I am using my feature as an eloquence bard to use unsettling words. Um, and at the same time, I'm also casting suggestion to you. So uh, first things first, with regards to suggestion, it's a wisdom 13 saving throw um, as the spell goes in, but I'd like you to subtract a D6 from the saving throw as the unsettling words kind of uh, negates any perhaps mental barrier that you've got against it. I have to subtract a D6. Keep this interesting. Carl, roll the D6. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Fingers Ooh. crossed, Carl. Come on. <laughs> Get a one. Fingers. This is awesome. Two. Okay. Two. So two. Minus two is zero. Right. <laughs> On wisdom saving throws, I have advantage against magic. Way. I hope you fail it, man. I'm just going to say it. Put, put it out there. <laughs> Uh, so I well, I'll do it well there's no point rolling the other no, no that's it so yeah I rolled a 15 plus my modifier which is to take away Khajiit's detrimental effect which is 15 okay yeah that that succeeds um, do I get I'll... a sense of what he tried to do because of the spell or I'm not too sure on this one the way suggestion works is um I'm not too sure if you have an idea. Obviously, sometimes when you get charmed, it's you're not aware like that you've person. been charmed. Yeah. I don't know with suggestion. I've never used it. Wouldn't be Fellowship of the Tabletop if someone didn't try to roll the dice against someone in the party. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, know um, not, I, know that, I know if it's successfully cast, you don't know, because it's yeah. a suggestion within your mind. A reasonable suggestion. Yes. I'm going to get um, the, the, the player's handbook. Hold on. <laughs> uh, there's I mean, nothing that says in the spell description. description. No, because some spells like friend and charm person explicitly it explicitly states. says. Well, what's your ruling on this? Um, I mean, as rules as intended or rules as written. Sorry, there's nothing that suggests that anyone knows anything about it unless they are arcanically aware. That's of enough. Spells being cast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Will. not yeah, really. You're arcanically not aware. aware. You're not aware that anything's happened. As Apart far as you're concerned, we have seen you get material components mm-hmm. out. Because it requires uh, it, spell components, I can use my genie's vessel as my cool. spellcasting focus. The arcane focus, yeah. Wiggle your genie's thing. You're going to need a cast down level of perception to have noticed that is what I'm going to rule for, for that. Um, ah, no, so the answer no, is you don't. Yeah, someone of cast and ilk, if you think back with that passive perception of eighteen, would have mm-hmm. noticed it. You, you, none of you would. I would probably look back to him with a bit more of a puzzled look over my face no no it's perfectly fine with me so whilst this is happening carl's kind of already taking his backpack off like so cocksure of himself <laughs> so certain that this action is going to take place and he kind of stops and again puzzled looks back um, at you sorry to interrupt uh can you hear that hear what make a perception check all of you Nice. Well done, Callum. 
Thank you. Uh, Adam hears time itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not bad. I can for tell you as they come in. That calls muffle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What did you roll, please, Drago? Twelve. Twelve. Thirteen. Okay. We've got. Uh, uh, what did you roll, please, Carl? Sixteen from Carl. Thank you. Uh, Edic. Eleven. Uh, McBenner. Fifteen. And Mickey Muffle. Natural 20 for a 24. Uh, I'm going to say McBenner and Mickey Muffle. You hear, what was yours again, Carl? Was it 16? Yeah, so McBenner, Carl and Mickey Muffle hear the sound of what appears to be like welcoming soft acoustic, almost violins and lutes and piano, as if there is a band coming from back up the stairs. Right. Okay, no, I do, I do hear that. Yeah. Um, so, I'm gonna go with this is a creepy place, and this isn't time for us to have a discussion about what we're doing with the book. Let's get out of this, and then what can happen will happen. I yeah? just want to know why is it always a fucking book? Always I don't a know, book. I've, I don't have any experience with the books other than reading them. So you know. <laughs> I don't, like going, so uh, I don't know where I'm going, so someone wants to lead the way. I'll uh, gladly let's, follow. Let's just go back up these stairs. Um, uh, McBenner, why, why, why don't you go first? I. Um, okay. McBenner's <laughs> <laughs> um, going to sort of be limiting himself up at this stage because he really thinks things are getting a bit weird. And he's going to sort of got his bow off his back. He's got it in his hand now. He's ready to actually fight because he feels like this might go south quickly um he's going to look to uh mickey uh and i'm gonna say um do you understand me in uh dwarvish goblin silver undercommon and orc and if anyone understands that or mickey understands that say so yeah on the second one what what are you doing i understand you in all of those languages what are you doing (laughs) yeah just trying to talk to Mickey. And yeah, I, I will respond in Orc as well. It says, yeah, he's trying to talk to me. Yeah, I get that. I get you as well. Uh, uh, what, were we moving or what? Yeah, I, I, assumed, we were, I assumed I was I was walking and talking. Didn't help yeah, me yeah. to plot along. As okay, as you make is... your way back up the stairs, Carl, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm just going to quickly hang back and just uh, hold on to Drago's shoulder and just say, just watch your step at the top there. Uh, and yeah, just kind of leave it at that, knowing full well that I've emptied out a bag of ball bearings at the entrance to the bank. Okay, at the entrance to the bank, not the vault. Just to be clear, right? I believe so. Yeah, on our on our entrance. Yes. In, yeah. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, it was the vault. The entrance to the vault. vault. Oh, apologies. Entrance to the yeah, vault, not the bank. Okay. okay. Yeah, that is that one. Great. Um, I'm going to fall down to my death. <laughs> you make your way back upstairs. What strikes you, and I'm, I'm really sorry, Will, but this is the notes as it's written, um, is that as you come back through the, the the vault door, the ball bearings are gone. There's, there's a sense of age and time has gone. This, this vault, or this foyer, rather, as you're in now, is alive. There are no people, but the chandeliers, which had sat dormant, what you guessed for years, are lit the music is coming from somewhere, but you can't see where. Minus people, 
this room is alive. And then it hits you all. It is a city trapped in time itself. And you notice something else. Outside, it, it doesn't make sense that the sun has faded, that the sun has gone, but it's night time. And you also notice, particularly those of you with a passive perception of over 10, that something quite strange is happening in the side of the room. Stay out of the shadows. They're moving. They're coming inwards. What do you want to do? Um, uh, I'll be looking for a blue box first. And then, uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking of the library episode. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, and, you like, and it's it's frozen in time. And Will started nodding along, and I think <laughs> I was doing the same. I was thinking that'd be perfect for the Doctor Who theme, right there. Uh, what remains? Uh, these shadows are moving, and they're moving <laughs> towards um, you. Uh, McBenner will look over his shoulder to the rest of the group and go, "Fuck this place." Fuck this city. Um, let's go and uh, yeah, don't go in shadows. From my experience, this is uh, fucked up. And McBenner will try and make his way out without going in the shadows. Okay, yeah, they're still on the side of the room, so you can sprint down the middle of the room easy enough and avoid them as you burst through the main gates. Which again, you left open, but they are shut. They seem to open instinctively as you hit them. You notice something, McBenner, and as the rest of you follow, you glance left. And what you see is this thick wall of shadow. It's night time now, but the moonlight seems to light where you are. But about 40, 50 feet down the thoroughfare to your left, it's just a wall of darkness. And you can see something, something not pleasant moving within. You glance right and you see the same. This appears to now, to all intensive purposes, be as if you are surrounded by these wall of shadows. And what happens as you glance right, is all of a sudden you see a face just emerge through the right wall of the shadow, followed by this... It comes through the wall, looks at you, and starts to run towards you. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week's episode of The Fellowship of the Tabletop. What the fuck is that thing? Um, Run? We started the episode on those very words, so it's very poetic to end the episode on the same one. That was awesome, Darren. Good stuff there. Thank you. Some uh, some big bombs dropped along the way as well. Um, the whole Ren thing. I mean, I can't wait for this PvP Whoa. thing when the party turns on itself. There's a whole episode in that. PvP! PvP, baby! We're going to do the Heroes of the Blight versus the Heroes of time hang on <laughs> hero uh, are we the heroes of time that's cool the heroes yeah. of time there you go i'd like to think oh my god you've got a group name you've got a group name already the heroes of time with all the money we've got i'd like to consider myself a time lord by now i'd like to thank everyone for their time in listening to this episode if you wanted to keep on up to date with the podcast as well as our general monkeyings around you can do so on one of our various social media pages we have a website which is fellowshiptabletop.com we have a facebook page which is fellowship table and we have a twitter page which is at fellowship table then if you wanted to go one step further and follow us individually you can do so i'm at i rolled a one 
Our rules consultant, Will, is at... Don't sue us for copyright infringement. No, uh, I'm at Natural20, Will. (laughs) Our renter, Will, is at... Fellowship NPCPC. Our brand new mic is at... Uh, Not a barbarian. Our very old and shit Callum is at... (laughs) The D20 Gamer. And our epic, wonderful DM is at... Darren Page 06. By the way, Callum, you bottled that crossbow thing, by the way. I did. I did. I did. I bottled. I like the fact that I can't be an arsehole. I can't. I want to Anyway, I I just wanted the listeners to end on that. So I'm sorry. I'm not an arsehole. I believe the word is... Until next time, everybody. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Farewell. 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 Farewell.